Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror, fantasy, crime, LGBT, thriller. You have- Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now entered the house of mystery. With your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. Heard on KCBQ 106.5 FM Los Angeles, 102.3 FM Riverside, and 105.0 AM Palm Springs. Okay, welcome back. We are on day two of our Christmas celebrations for this merry week. And we've got two very merry fellows with us. We've got Adrian Christian and we've got uh, Sudi Rick. That's what I'm going to call you. Okay. Sudi, daddy. And okay, <laughs> so now, now. How are you doing, Ellen? Um, I'm doing wonderful. I always do wonderful. Well, not really. I say I do. He's the most wonderful guy of, of the year. year. <laughs> oh, oh, that's another one I wrote. Wait, not even right. I mean, I, I sing. It's the most annoying time of the year. Just to be funny. <laughs> well, you know, it can be. It can be. It's <laughs> true, isn't it? I, I will say this about about Sudi Rick is that uh, he is a channel. You know, there's like he is there to serve the work first and foremost. And we were talking, you know, yesterday about Midnight Will Be Clear and how we didn't have the experience of being in sobriety or recovery. And we don't necessarily have to have the experience to write about it because there's because there's life experience that that allows us to really reflect on uh, on that. So we're really basically storytellers. We we tell the stories of. Uh, and, and we have inspiration, you know, we're inspired, something hits us, we look at something and we go, oh, this could be really a good story for this, and this could really help somebody here or there, you know, so that, I think that's what Rick does, I think that he, um, he 
is there first to serve the work. And then, again, that funny dark side, which is, you know, the most annoying time of the year, you know, uh, or, you know, all I want for Christmas is some sleep, you know, and that would be, uh, you know, his other ego speaking. I think it's, it's, I think it's really both valuable, I think. I will, I will say that Angel of Mine came as a surprise. Uh, I really worked extreme. First of all, I came to my producer, Kevin Leach, with Angel of Mine. I had wanted to do it. I, I, when I heard it, I, in my head, in my mind, I heard it as a Christmas song. I don't know why I felt, it felt, I just had this vision of me walking at night in the snow like out in, a, out in a field and looking up to the sky and looking at the stars. That's what it felt like to me. And and so it had this dreamy feeling for me. Um, and so so it was going to be just acoustic guitar and my voice. And when he did it, he did this production that was, you know, it became like a bop. It became you know, uh, with a rhythm and, and clearly pop. And people keep telling me now, you know, that there's a reminiscence to Backstreet Boys when they hear this version of Angel of Mine. And I agree. And I, I think it's really lovely. So, and being, you know, male vocalist, and I did all the, vo all the vocals on that, but my producer pushed me to that middle part of my voice, where's my head voice to get, you know, um, in the higher parts and to feel comfortable and the result is just um, dreamy I just I just find it um, it, it was elevated more than I thought that it would be and now people are responding to it so strongly but I really feel that the heart of the message of having an angel or or not being alone especially on Christmas time I thought it was a really valuable message for a Christmas tune, and that's why it's going to be on the Christmas album. And that you did a nice video along with it too, right? Well, with uh, Angel of Mine, we did a we did a clip utilizing a mission that we did in Puerto Rico. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, I like that clip. And that mission was um, after Hurricane Maria. A lot of people lost their rooftops, and what we had done was raise some money and went over there and we put some rooftops on people's homes. And so the music video is kind of, it, it's taking off. People are watching it. It's exactly what happened to Puerto Rico that the U S government didn't really, um, cover in terms of how people were left behind without rooftop. They had tarps on their, homes and you know there's been disaster after disaster electricity goes out in puerto rico and the whole island loses electricity it's really it's really sad that they and yet the people of puerto rico are really resilient and they and they have decency and so and they never complain so i i found it um so we show in in pictures and in clips what we did over there and angel of mine is on the backdrop of that in in the in the video so that's what we have um so people can see and know more and be aware so i'll continue to you know support and do whatever i can for puerto rico you know it being part of my heritage but it's you know they are americans we are americans and 
Um, it's a part of the United States, and and yet it's it is often treated as a second class. What's amazing how many people don't even know it's part of the United States that are in the United States. <laughs> yeah, that's that's always a little bit confusing to me, especially. I mean, well, after Trump and and the way he was through paper towels. Yeah, just that that whole thing. But I'm just surprised at and how many people don't realize what parts of land or part of the country like what you know what is the united states and what isn't and what's so interesting is that you know the the, the u.s territories and virgin islands and all of that you know and it rarely gets discussed but puerto rico specifically um the puerto ricans vote in the primaries they can't vote in the general but they vote in the primaries and they select uh democratic or republican um so they they have some voting power but not complete power. And yet we utilize a lot of the supplies um, from Puerto Rico. And, you know, the economy there is always suffering. And But more than just West Side Story and I want to live in America and, and all of that stereotype, what people really don't understand about Puerto Rico is that Puerto Rico was free after the Spanish-American War and in 1897, and seven days after um, uh, um, the United States won, uh, that America won the Spanish-American War, you know, uh, Puerto Rico was free, and seven days later, it took Puerto Rico as a prize without even asking Puerto Rico. So Puerto Rico became taken and owned by the United States. And... And so we've been at the mercy in some ways. Um, so th- these, this is history that people don't understand and don't really recognize that Puerto Rico is a part of us. And it's not only is it a part of us, it was a part of us because of America. We did it to them. So that's that's a part that I think, um, and so culturally it has infiltrated the East Coast. Um, but I think that, it's important for us to recognize that they are us. They are, you know, they are part of us. When I first saw you, I already knew There was something inside of you Something I thought that I would never find mine I looked at you looking at me now I know why they say the best things are free wanna love you or you are divine angel of mine how you changed my world you
about is uh naughty or nice and now that's a song about me if i'm right it's about you rick wrote that specifically for you alan <laughs> yeah he's, he's nicely naughty he tells me all the time he says oh that alan warren he's so naughty well it would just be called naughty if it was about you it's <laughs> naughty or nice so it's really about my my split personality my gemini up half is naughty half is nice no i you know yeah, I wrote that song many years ago originally, and then I revamped it and redid it and uh, recorded it, I think, last year or maybe two years ago at this point. But, yeah, just I, it's, you look so – are you naughty or nice? You look so nice. I want to get naughty with you. That was the very simple theme. So it's almost as close as you're going to get to writing an erotic Christmas song. <laughs> um, it's like a Santa – it's like a Chippendales Santa. Yeah, kind of and thing. it actually could be um, – like if I ever did a musical of my movie Walk a Mile in My Pradas, there's a bachelor party scene where the stripper comes in a Santa outfit and sings a song. That could be the song she sings. In, that if, would be, yes. If I do a stage yes. musical and I can see it or in a Christmas cabaret show. Um, yeah, so it's just a fun. And, you know, someone may record that song in in the UK. She wanted to record it this year, but she had some personal things come up. But I think she's, she's going to record it for a Christmas album next year. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, a sexy yeah. girl would be great too. Yeah, so yeah, and I, I write mostly country stuff, but that one's a little more pop, not quite jazzy, but a little bit. Yeah, it's the story. It's the story of Rick's life, really, sort of biographical. I love singing the word naughty. It's just fun to sing that word naughty. Like it's just. Fun. <laughs> well, what is not what is naughty to you anyway? Yeah, Rick. Oh, that's a good. I I don't know. Just misbehaving. Ah, <laughs> doing doing things you shouldn't be doing, but they're fun to do. Usually naughty is is wrong, but it's but it's fun. I'll I'll, I'll chime in here. Naughty to me would be uh, something that I know that you know people might go no no no, but I do it anyway. The little forbidden, and yes. that I would enjoy it. It's always enjoyable being naughty. Sorry. What is it to you, Alan? <laughs> well, I'm I'm I I don't even have naughty thoughts. I don't know what that is. <laughs> See, he goes back and forth to, from being naughty and nice. Yeah, depends yeah. on how you look at yeah. it. Yeah, being nice and naughty. Because yeah. being naughty is being nice. It's nice to a lot of us. <laughs> it's Christmas time again. Santa's making a list and he's checking it twice. He wants to know who's been naughty and nice. Are you naughty and nice? Are you naughty and nice? Santa wants to know, and I do too. Are you naughty and nice? Are you naughty and nice? You look so 
song for or what was it written for for me well leon russell wrote a song for you in 1970 it is one of the it's 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 slated as one of the all-time greatest love songs of all time it it won a grammy for best song but it was never really in the billboard uh chart even by donny hathaway um and about over over 100 artists have recorded a song for you I was moved by the one uh, by Ray Charles, and I always felt, and, and when I was a kid and I heard this song, it would make me cry, and I, I, felt, I felt so moved, and I knew one day I would record it. I just felt that when I was young, young, I couldn't, you know, when I was coming up as a teenager in nightclubs, I couldn't handle that song. I could never sing that song because... It's the kind of song that you can sing only if you have life experience, if you've been kicked, if you've been down, and if you know the struggle of life. And so, um, or it's a confessional. It's something that, you know, 
you didn't do everything you thought you would do, but you did the best you could. And it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's a surrender, if you will, to, okay, this is it. This is who I am. This is the best I could be. And I, uh, so I thought one day I'll do it, but I had to earn it. I had to live a little in order to sing it. So, so I, so I made it the, the title track to my first EP and I thought it would be really interesting to go with a bunch of inspirational songs like, you know, uh, His Eyes on the Sparrow and Amazing Grace, which is also on that. But a song for you to me is such a special song. There's only a few songs that I feel that way about. And so I thought this has got to get a, a music video treatment to end all music video treatments. And so we shot a film in 4K, um, a short film that I wrote the script for. I asked Rick to be in it, to play a part in it as the nightclub owner. And, uh, and so it tells the story of a singer who, um, then goes, uh, is after the show and he, um, was hoping that his, the singer was hoping that his love interest, um, showed up at the show but has not. And it's the question of the singer saying, am I really alone or do I really, you know, have this love? Is this love in my life or not? So, um, so it goes into a fantasy sequence and the singer then performs the song, a song for you. And then at the end, we discover, you know, a twist, a little surprise at the end of the film so it's it's only six minutes and eight seconds long um, it's over it's a little over six minutes uh, on YouTube and it's um, and it and I believe I'm most proud of this video and the response that it's gotten we had a we had a a, a screening a private screening for it and and I think, and I was expecting, I thought I was going to get applause at the end. Instead, what I got was silence. And I, the people there, I think, were really just surprised. They didn't expect the video to be what it was. We were on Zoom and we were muted. That's why it was silent. <laughs> That's why it was silent. No one, yeah, it was a virtual private no, but, screening. But everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. Yes. Yeah, so everyone sense. loved it. But it, I, but I, I do think that people were, there was a pause. There was a moment of everyone going, wow. You know, so I don't think anyone, I, I don't think anyone saw this coming, but it had been a labor of love for me for, for, for a while trying to get this film made. So I'm really proud of it. I had so much fun working on it, like as an actor. I, I, I'm more of a writer, but I do like acting once in a while. And it was cool to work with Adrian in it, and, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it came out great. Let me guess. The, 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 the love interest was, was, it ended up with the, uh, bar manager. No. no. The, the love, the, <laughs> the love interest. You have to no. see the oh. video. You have to see <laughs> it to find out. Exactly, you'll find out. But then also, um, there's a, a wonderful actress, um, Dawn E. Robinson. She's in it for a brief moment as well. She, she, she's done some television things, and we, you know, we've seen her a little bit. And she's she's just fantastic in it as well as uh, someone who works at the nightclub. Um, so it, it was, 
it was, and also the process of making the film was really, uh, it was, there was a learning curve of just filmmaking, working with cinematographers, director of photography, post-production, and getting it just right. It's just like what you said about, um, on the other day you said about, you know, how do you know a song is done? It felt that way making this film as well. At some point I felt like, okay, it's ready, you know, and until then, it just didn't come out. And now that we're, you know, getting towards the end of the pandemic, I hope, I think this is a good time for people to see it. I've been so many places in my life and time. I've sung a lot of songs. I've made some bad rhymes. I've acted out my life in stages With 10,000 people watching But we're alone now And I'm singing this song to you You taught me precious secrets Of a true love Withholding nothing Came out in front when I was hiding. Oh, now I'm so much better. And if my words don't come together, listen to the melody, cause my love is in there. or time I love you for my life You are a friend of mine And when my life is over Remember when we were together We were alone Sing this song to you We were alone And I was singing this song to you We were alone And I was singing this song Midnight will be clear, original demo. So what's going on with this? This is the, the film short that that Rick uh, cast me in to be in Midnight will be clear, that uh, the award-winning film short. And this is the soundtrack to that film short that is on YouTube, and it is the original demo to 
you know, to his songwriting demo to me, and it will be clear that I heard that made me go, oh, I want to record this song. And so I picked this song up and made my version, but it came from this one, and this is the original. So this is my, yeah, kind of my version of the song, but uh, more late, uh, not as, yeah, polished uh, uh, version of it. But, and it's, yeah, it's... Um, as a songwriter. So, yeah, and it's me, you know, my attempt at singing myself. <laughs> I, I like his version. What's different about his version is that I think it had a more, I don't know, there was a part in there that felt a little bit like Phil Spector's Christmas album. And it had this, uh, in the chorus, it had this sweet tone to it, whereas mine has a more country bend. Yeah, yours has a definite natural flavor, which I love, yeah. Yes. So that those are the differences. So I think I thought it would be, uh, we thought it would be cool for the people to hear that original. Did you have problems when you change um, kind of the meaning of the song in a sense? I really thought that, I really thought, I'll tell you what I thought when I was in the studio making my version. Um, I felt like even though I had not had trouble with the bottle, I have been down in my life. I have been down on my luck. Um, I have been down. I cannot believe this. Okay. And what do you think, Rick? Well, you know, you know, when you take a song, like you've written a song, and you have a meaning in your mind, you have some thought of what the song's about. It, it's coming from you. And someone else sees it, and they interpret it different. Like they, they pick up different words and they focus on them and they kind of have a different meaning to it. So they, they do it differently. Is that sort of an issue or does that kind of, how does that work? It, it's not really. I mean, well, first of all, he didn't really change the intention of the song or the meaning of the song, which is good. She changed a little bit of the tone of it. And, and he, actually, I love the way he sings the line better, much better than I sang it. Um, he asked the Lord, help me please. And I, he just, whatever he did with that was much better. And he added something. Going into the after the bridge, which I really like. So he he didn't really change the meaning of the song. It's just a different version of the song. Sometimes people will change something in the song or the a uh, little bit of the meaning. It just depends. And a lot of times, I think they'll ask the songwriter if that's okay. Like I'm doing th this with it. Like I know one of my songs. He had he wants to. I think with what you don't remember, he had a couple ideas to make it a little different. So I think it's great if someone's going to take your song. You want you want them to make it their own. And and add to it in a fresh thing. Now that doesn't mean they have to. If they really change it too much, it kind of defeats the purpose of the song. But yeah, he didn't do that at all. And I don't think um, most people who record songs, uh, you know, someone else's songs, change them that dramatically. I'm trying to think of examples, but I can't off the top of my head. Well, I think of Willie Nelson, "Always on My Mind," and then I think of the Pet Shop Boys, "Always on My Mind." Okay, we're two two totally different versions. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like someone could have a... And again, I think the style of the songs are different, but I think the meaning of that song even is, I think it's still the same. I don't know. I have to go back and listen to those. But I like both versions, actually, of that song. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just it, just a different way of doing it. They have a different interpretation. Look, as a songwriter, you want as many people to record your song <laughs> as you can. Yeah, and, you know, um, so, you know, it's funny... Uh, Elvis Presley wanted to record Dolly Parton's song, I Will Always Love You, and but his manager wanted all the publishing rights, so she said no. She had to turn down Elvis Presley. So, well, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what you work for, right? It's Christmas Eve in the past. He would 
go to midnight mass. He'd sing songs of praise with gin on his breath, his mind in a haze. Not a day went by he didn't need to get higher. The taste of each drink as sweet as the sound of the choir. His favorite song of the season is always So the last song of the day is uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Now, that's kind of an old classic, and it's been around as long as I can remember. So uh, is that kind of a favorite song of yours? Well, that's, I mean, Adrian he recorded that one, and um, that's a great song. It's been done in so many different ways. It's, you know, Bruce Springsteen has done it, uh, you know, which I, his is more of a rocking song, but I, I don't like the way they changed the original melody of that. Oh, so you're going back to what you were saying about if they change the melody, and a lot of people know that version and love that version, but I like the original melody, and that's the one that Adrian does. And he does it as a, like a almost like a soothing ballad with a saxophone, and his voice sounds great, and it's comforting, like he said before, um, where it's almost to the kids, you know, you can, it's, you know, everything's gonna be okay, Santa's coming, and it's just such a different take on it. It's a beautiful version of the song, and his voice sounds amazing on it, um, which I'm sure he'll talk about in a little bit more. <laughs> 
So, so why does Santa Claus make everything okay? Um, because he's magical, I guess. Because he can, he brings, he makes people feel good. He, um, he can eat whatever he wants, and it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> he's fat. No, I, I think what we need also is for everyone. Uh, and we, we need someone in in the world to tell us that that we're loved and that we're we're okay and that everything's going to be okay. And sometimes when there's um, a Christmas miracle um, or where there's something that happens that you hope that would happen in life, like you hope that this person would show up in your life or you, or you hope that your, um, you know, your mother feels better. She's in the hospital and she, and suddenly, boom, she feels better. Those things are like angels, like Santa Claus. Again, it's it's the idea of the gift um, of the miracle, and 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 sometimes those things happen around Christmas time where we realize how people really feel about us. We 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 take a pause, in you know, because all year long we're racing and racing, and then we take a pause at Christmas to let each other know how much we appreciate one another, and that somehow translates into you know, the gift that is Santa Claus and, and Chris Kringle and St. Nicholas and, and all of those things. I would like to just tell you about um, recording Santa Claus is Coming to Town was so okay. fun yeah. because um, we, I was almost not going to record it. And I was recording what's going to be my next single, which is coming in, in February. And um, it's a, you know, it's a, pop country song and uh on my on my regular album um and so so my producer said why don't you th- why, why don't you throw down Santa Claus is coming to town and I was sitting on a stool and I just did that take I just did the take like that he had you know this music arranged for it I had an idea that it should be uh, more, I don't know, sexy, if you will, um, instead of it being, instead of that, it would be, you better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why, you know, so it would be, um, a little more of that, and then we, and we said, it has to have a sax. And so we were looking around, looking around, and finally I poked around some of my own, but I wound up going out of this country. I, I utilized musicians from all over the world. And the saxophone, um, the man, his name is Yuri, and he played from a session in Brazil. So I was doing all these sessions virtually, online, hearing the saxophone live lay down the track. And so these things were happening from different parts, different elements of the song was made in different parts of the world. Well, so is Santa wearing uh, a G-string? You'd have to ask him because I didn't peek. <laughs> well, you said a little bit more sexy. I just thought, you know. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I just thought, um, <laughs> all right, you want to know the truth. <laughs> I'll tell you, I thought to myself, well, what if I was sitting with a girl, like, on a couch, and I was telling my girlfriend, hey, you better watch out. 
You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town. In other words, you know, if you're good, you'll get me. <laughs> so it was, it, it felt a little like that because of the, because of the tempo and because of the smoothness of it. But it also felt at the same time like comfort <laughs> to children. <laughs> I can't explain it. It just is. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town, he's making a list, and checking it twice, He's gonna find out who's naughty or nice Santa Claus is coming to town He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're You better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming
listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show is over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.